This is Mornings with Matt, the Deering Acting Studio Podcast, where we discuss the connection between life and acting. All righty, good morning, everybody. Welcome to Mornings with Matt, the Deering Acting Studio Podcast. Today's topic is patience is a virtue. Mm. This is this is not, I don't think, anybody's favorite subject. No. <laughs> and so, um, so we're going to dive into patience. We're going to dive into the importance of patience today and break it down for you a little bit because it's definitely one of the keys to success. So, Brian Sweeney. All right, let's jump into some verses, guys. Let's Time for our started. daily devotional. Bum, 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 bum. Joe, you can't leave, bro. You gotta, you gotta keep the editing going or pass it to me. You know what I'm saying? Galatians six nine. Sorry, it's from a song. I Dude, I like the backwards hat. Thanks. Uh, I'm, I used to do it all the time, and it's very comfortable. It's very, very comfortable. I think it's gonna be my new style. Really? I think so. I'm All not right. sure yet. I'm testing it out. We're getting like a, a test phase. So, you know, if you guys want to poll in what you think, uh, we'll see. Yeah, how's the hat <laughs> okay. doing? Is the hat polling well? I don't know. It I might be. We'll find out in the comments. I like it. You know, and, and here's the thing. We could always um, discover what kind of day it is. Sure. Maybe there's a hat. <laughs> yeah. Hat day. Is uh, it forward? Is it backward? Is it sideways? Is it no hat? Sideways is really when I'm feeling silly. Like that's... <laughs> <laughs> Dude, uh... I was about to say time for daily devotional, but then you said it, and I like it coming out of your voice. It's great. Okay. So let's try it again. Go ahead. Hit it. All right. It's time for our... <clears throat> okay, of course <laughs> now. Oh, man. <clears throat> right oh, no. when I'm going. Pressure's on. All right. Here we go. I'm going I'm to let's try this again. It's time for our daily devotional. Woo! Hey, we cheers for God. Big cheers. Thanks, Joey. All right. Our first verse is Galatians 6, 9. Let us not become weary in doing good, for at the proper time we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. Mmm. I love me some harvest. Harvest is the best. Harvest is good, but, you know, it doesn't just come, right? Let's Mm -mm. do that again. Read it again. Let us not become weary in doing good. Let's stop there. What's that mean? It means don't be tired of, of, well, I mean, when you're doing good, as we talked about this a couple of days ago, the, um, the world's going to come at you Yeah. and it's not going to, honestly, sometimes doing good doesn't feel good. Like it does internally, but there's a lot of like hate coming at you sometimes and certain things. And so the way I take this is, um, even whatever happens, don't become tired of doing the good thing, doing the right thing. And, and I think it gets, it gets wearisome. Even though it's saying don't get wearisome, but it does get tiring to do good. And then, especially if you know that someone else is not doing good, and then that person is seeing success and you're not. Yeah, totally. 100%. Right? Or you're doing good and you're not getting the recognition. Mm-hmm. Or you're, you're doing good and you just, you, you haven't figured out. Or, or, or you haven't like just gotten over that like edge, mm-hmm. you know? And so, so you're doing good, you're doing good. And then it, it can be, it, it's like, you know, um, an eating habit or something. Mm-hmm. You can do good for a while or, or you're working out for a while and then, 
as soon as you stop seeing the results in the mirror mm-hmm. enough days in a row, it's easy to quit. Yeah, totally. Right? Yeah. So God's saying, don't get tired of that. Don't get tired of doing good. Don't be wearisome of doing good. I like this. All right, keep going. And then it says, for the prop for at the proper time, we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. Mm, that's good. So that again, long term. I mean, you take it into nutrition, whatever. Like, even if you think about that, when you do stuff, there's some quick results, but then most of them show up a couple months later. Like right. the results of what you do and you're eating and whatever show up like a month later. Yeah. Like that's when you actually when you're looking at yourself and you're going, "I look good." It's what you did like weeks ago that you're seeing, not what you did this morning. This morning's will be several weeks from now, right? It, yeah, for sure. It's it, 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 along those same lines. You think about, um, let's just say that that we told someone, "Hey, if you read the Bible every day, it's going to change your life." Mm-hmm. And then someone like reads the Bible for two, three days in a row, and they're like, "Map, life's not changed." So right, you, yeah, you <laughs> said it was going to change. It's what not changed. Um, well, it, you got it. You got to do good consistently, mm-hmm. right? Okay, interesting. All right, we got another Bible verse. Yes, we do. Another devotional, Philippians four six. I love this one. So good. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. So this is like a big, we got to break this one down because it's so good. Yeah. So good. Yeah. Ryan, Thanksgiving's only one day a year. Why do we have to You're supposed to, to Thanksgive <laughs> every day. Every day, Joey. Well, oh. you know what? And if you and if you celebrate Thanksgiving every day, then it's not that big of a deal you miss Thanksgiving. That's which, right. Which you did this year. I did, yeah. You're and it right. could be tough. Or it could be tough to, uh, you know, let's go back to your old mentality. It could be tough to miss your birthday. Yeah, totally. Or you could realize... When it's not your birthday, how many days you've been celebrated here? Yeah. Like totally. when you got out of the hospital, you walk into the room and, and how much we've been celebrating you in your absence. Mm-hmm. But if you don't realize that, focus on that, understand that, you could sit here and be like, my birthday, I miss my birthday. <laughs> I, I did that thing. Yeah. You know, but yeah. now you're like, wow, like every day is my birthday. Every day is this gift from God. Yeah. It's the day to celebrate. Because that's what, that, I mean, what's a birthday? It's a day to celebrate the day you were born, right? Mm-hmm. Every morning we're born. We're born again. Really? Yeah. And it's like today's the day. There isn't another one. Like mm-hmm. there's not going to be another today. Today's once. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm. Boom. Boom. <laughs> Flipped that. Took Joey's thing and made it into something awesome. Yeah, well, the Joey's thing it started awesome. I did. It did. You know? I didn't mean it like that, Joe. That's, uh, <laughs> it did sound that way. That's took, not how I meant took it. Took Joey's junk out as of the trunk. As soon as it came out of my mouth, I was like, wait, that's not what <laughs> I meant. This makes me feel much better the way you reacted this time than when you said that I don't pull well. Yeah, yeah. I'm still yeah. dealing with that because it's in our intro. So every time I hear it, I'm reminded of my dumbness. I'm feeling moment. I'm feeling slackery right now. You guys got the you guys got the Sun Devil garb going. Yeah. Oh. You're looking good. You're representing. Thanks. I, I saw a thing this morning that uh, ASU put up a billboard on the 10 to Tucson that says 72 to 7. <laughs> and then no it says way. no pity for the kitty and it's two <laughs> devils. That's and sick. it's that like everybody has to drive by it. <laughs> it's hilarious. That's hilarious. <laughs> I, I think because it was such a statement, it'd be interesting too, just to have it say seventy two to seven and like nothing else. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's and true. It's like, and y- you know, you know who you are. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know who you are. Yeah. You know. I mean, when you get beat so bad right. that your head coach gets fired after the game, like, uh, it means we pretty much own you at this point. It's good stuff. Yeah. It's good stuff. All right. So, um, so you said you wanted to break this one down a little bit, Brian. Let's do that real quick, and then I'll, uh, I'll yeah. do, do our show open here. So it starts off with do not be anxious about anything. So starting with that, it already tells you like literally anything, everything, yeah. everything in life, like no matter how big or how small, God's got it. It's sort of like that beginning for me. Don't be anxious about anything. anything. Right. Anything. <laughs> like literally anything. Dang. So there's a job promotion I'm up for. Don't be anxious. Mm-hmm. There's an audition, a big audition, or a small audition, or a, like the most massive audition of all time. Mm-hmm. Don't be anxious. Release it, yeah. My wife's pregnant, gonna have a baby. Don't be anxious. Mm-hmm. I just found out a friend of mine or family member got in a car accident. Don't be anxious. Hard. Mm. Don't be anxious about anything. Yeah. Okay, okay, challenge. So then it goes into, but in every situation, and this is what I love, it then gives you instructions on what to do. So it doesn't just say, hey, like, with everything, don't be anxious. Mm -hmm. It then tells you how you can rid yourself of that anxiety if you allow yourself. Okay. So then it goes, but, um, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. So whatever those things are, you bring them to God uh, through prayer and in thanking. So, I mean, you take that car, whatever, like that's tough, but there's always something to be thankful for. So you come in and you ask God for what he wants, but you're, you're still coming from a grateful heart, yeah. a thankful heart. And that's what can be super challenging. That's It's been challenging for me in places like the hospital and stuff like that, but like, that's when you really see God move is when you come in and, and he, you do it in the way that he's asked you to. Mm-hmm. Remembering who he is and his greatness. And, tr- and I guess you go into acting, it comes down to trust. Like right. Trusting God, trusting the plan that he has, right? 100%. And I think that's exactly it. Because if you're trusting in God and not in the world, then... Whatever the situation is, you have to say, thank you, God. I realize you've got a bigger plan. Yeah. It's, it's, it's trust God, thank God. Mm-hmm. Right? So here's the deal, everybody. We, in this world, we, we live in this space where we want things when we want them. And nowadays with all the different social media and the way people soak up their entertainment it feels like we're, we're constantly telling ourselves we got to go faster 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 and we want things on our time and what we need to do is release that and get into god's time it's it can't be about you it's got to be about the release of you and then you being a servant and and that's what purpose is about is about finding a way to serve others to serve others through your giftings so today we are talking about patience. We're going to break down patience in a, in a couple areas. We're going to talk about uh, where it starts. Patience is an inside job. That's the first segment today. And then we're going to just go into the truth of it, the grind of life. And we'll admit that patience is hard. That's the second segment today. And then the third segment, our takeaway 
uh, today is we're going to we're going to talk about success and how patience is connected to success because patience is definitely one of the major keys to success. Any successful person will tell you to get where they got to required a lot of patience. So that's what we're up against. We're going to be right back after this message. Joey, hit it. Loving the commercials, Joey. Thanks, dog. You, you demand, man. You know, I'm I'm learning along with everybody else. <laughs> All right, so th- so today's topic patience is a virtue and we are back to hit the first segment. Patience is hard. Mm-hmm. Let's just admit it. It's hard. It's not like it's what you want to do. It's it's what you choose to do to to be patient. So I, I I wrote down a couple quotes that I thought were really good. Um, this one's from from. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. I'm not supposed to do patience as hard. I'm supposed to do patience as an inside job. Inside mm. job. See what I did there? Ah, because I, I knew my quote was wrong. Okay, so backing up. I should I should have backed you up, um, but then I didn't realize it either. So. My bad. So patience is hard. We're going to get to that. But but first, I want to talk about work. So, like, like, so patience is hard. <laughs> well, we're talking about that. We're talking about it later, though. But, we'll do that later. But I wanted to start with, with these quotes, actually. So patience is an inside job. All right? This is this is the uh, the segment number one here. So this is from uh, St. Francis de Sales, I think is how you pronounce it. Um, have patience with all things, but first of all, with yourself. Mm. have patience in all things but first of all with yourself so here's here's how i kind of look at this if you're not patient with you then you're gonna beat yourself up yeah you know i gotta have patience with my own process with my own growth with 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 what i got going on and and this almost goes back to that idea of filling up your own bucket so that you can so that you can help fill up other people's buckets Mm -hmm. so like how can i be patient with brian if I'm if I'm just like whatever it is, he's yeah. going through his process and he, and he's annoying me. Sure. And and I and I should be patient with his growth and his transition, but I can't be. Why? Probably because I'm not being patient with me. Yeah. Because yeah. if I don't have the peace inside, how am I supposed to give that to others? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, it comes back around to to you holding yourself accountable. And we talked a little bit about this with uh, with bullying yesterday. And the idea of like, um, when, when you are like being patient and being willing to like go inside of you, that's when you can have control over the things that you're doing. Right. Whereas when you're going external, like, uh, and, and again, it's back to you. So Mm -hmm. like, honestly, I probably, if someone's mad at you, it's not about you. It's about them. Right. Right. So when we do this with ourselves, that's what, like we, we always say like in class, I would never beat somebody up the way that I beat myself up. Yeah, yeah. I, like if some, if you ever saw somebody walk into this room and do that to somebody else, you would be livid. But we do it. Right? I, I had somebody come up to me last night and say something like, "Hey, you know, I just want to make sure, um, you know, I'm still doing good." Blah blah blah. And 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 the, and I was like, "Okay, well, are you are you comparing you to you, or are you comparing you to others?" He's like, ah, "I'm comparing myself to the rest of the class, and it feels like everyone's in front of me." And and I'm like, "Well, first of all, you can't compare you to other people, mm-hmm. and and second of all, we got to compare you to you." But hear what you just said. You just said, "I, I don't want the class to be thinking this, and that, that I'm like not you know not good, and that I'm yeah, you know whatever." And I was like, "Who do you think that about?" I said that. Mm. He's like, nobody. Well, no one's thinking that about you either. 
Yeah. Yeah. You know? So you got to have patience with you Mm -hmm. through the, in this case, the improv process. Yeah. The process of getting better, of transitioning into this new way of of thinking, of doing, of performing. And as a matter of fact, uh, patience came up quite a bit last night. And I want to save that for patience is hard. uh, Mm -hmm. So we'll we'll deal with that in the next segment. Save it. but, um, But where does patience start from the inside? Mm-hmm. I think it's thought life. Yeah. Like it all goes back to thoughts again. Like what's going on up here in this noggin? So a lot of times it'll be your reflection or your interpretation of a moment. Mm-hmm. So in order to have patience in such a way that is peaceful, you can look at it and say, okay, this is what it's supposed to be. This is where I'm supposed to be. This is what I'm supposed to do. Great. Instead of, uh, I didn't do that. Oh, I wish I'd have done that. Oh mm-hmm. man, if I'd only done this, then this would have happened. So one thing is going to beat yourself up. You take a bat and you're just smacking yourself in the face with it. And the other one's giving yourself a nice massage. <laughs> yeah, know? yeah. And it's like, hey, we got to be careful to make sure that we're taking care of us. It's this. It's an inside job. That's what I mean by that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Did you ever have a moment, uh, bright guy, where where you had to be patient with? let's say, uh, a family member or, or somebody w- going through, when you, when you were going through the process of being in and out of the hospital? Yes. Yeah, I've had to deal with that before because everybody loves, and again, even their concerns technically, like they come from love, right? Right. But there have been people, like nobody knows you like you do. So the one thing that I get all the time from people on the outside, friends, family members, right, is the work aspect. Like, like just you shouldn't be working or whatever. Like, mm. you should just be straight up laying. And, and I've gotten really good now at just peacefully kind of explaining, like, actually, it's going to be way worse for me to go lay down because I've done it. I've done it and tried it. And there's moments to rest and moments to not. And I'm, I've gotten good now at listening to my body like last night and going, okay, I'm, I'm done. I need to go rest now. Right. But I like, I could have skipped the teens too. Cause I had a headache. I wasn't feeling great, but like it, that filled me up, you know, it gave me a lot of energy and, and positivity. And so you get that all the time coming quick, out. Quick question. How are you feeling today compared to yesterday? I'm feeling better today than yesterday. Cause yeah. you look 10 times better like from awesome. an, from an outside appearance and if we if we say patience is an inside job mm-hmm. so it starts on the inside with some of these choices on the outside the reflection of that you look strong like you did two days ago three days ago awesome it's, in, it's interesting <laughs> yeah you know and and yeah so like going into yesterday that that's interesting too um having patience with yourself having patience with others when they want to tell you the way that it is yeah Right. Yeah. And they want to tell you this is the reason why you're sick. Mm-hmm. It's because of this, Brian. Yeah. You know, and you got to go, okay, cool. If I interpret this correctly, I'm going to say thank you from a grateful heart. Thank mm-hmm. you because I understand you're, you're doing this from love because you love me. Yeah. Then let me tell you the truth, which is this, this, and this. And, and here's my interpretation of why, uh, why I'm not feeling good. And, and here's my interpretation of why I got sick three times ago mm-hmm. was was not from overwork, but was from overstress, two different things or not from overwork, but from underwork. 
and mm-hmm. me slacking and, and, and then focusing on the wrong things and mentally and, and physically doing the wrong things that, that literally making me sick, whatever. And so you, you, you help other people change their own narrative mm-hmm. and you say, this is what makes me healthy. So you love me, encourage me to do this in a safe, productive way. Yeah, absolutely. That's cool. I love that. Um, the other thing I wanted to mention was the, the 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 idea of letting go of expectations, letting mm-hmm. go of the results, and 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 that's that's inside too. It's like what are, what am I putting out there? What have I expected to happen? And this life that we lead is completely an improv. I mean, it, it's unexpected what's going to happen next. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I don't. I don't have anything to not, you know, knock on wood here that because I hope this doesn't happen. But l- let's be honest. Anything in the world can happen. Mm-hmm. Somebody could drive their car right through the window. I was about to say that's happened. <laughs> that's literally happened. That somebody drove their, drove their drove car, their car the right through that window. And I was like right there. And, and, and right now that could happen. Right. It's not going to probably like the chances are very small, but it could happen. Yeah, it could. Yeah. So, so for us to think that, that we know with mm-hmm. a, without a shadow of a doubt how today's going to be, yeah, you know, is, is not accurate. Right. And if we don't allow ourselves to get into this place of allowing our day to be navigated by God, allowing ourselves to be flexible in the space, then we're going to feel very controlling. And then if mm-hmm. things don't go exactly our way, exactly when we wanted them, then we feel all this disappointment. Mm-hmm. Which we don't have to have. We can let go of those expectations. We can let go of the "it's got to be this way" or "I'm I'm mad about that." Yeah, totally. Yeah, I mean, there's a fine line between uh, between your your goals and your schedule, right? So you know, oftentimes you'll put things from your goals list onto your schedule for the day. And there's 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 a good chance that you overstack things because you don't anticipate like always the amount of time that some certain thing will take. So then you look at the end of the day and you're like, oh, I only got through three of these things of the six I wrote down. That's 50 percent like I failed. No, (laughs) not necessarily. You know, you you're setting goals, but the schedule like like that's the whole idea of trying to control it's not going to work for you. Yeah. <laughs> so so you got to trust and and it's not, I'm not saying it's a bad idea to schedule what I'm saying is you can't your happiness can't come from that place like your um your accepting of yourself can't come from oh I checked everything off the list today cuz the reality is things are going to come up and a lot of the time the things that come up are going to be more important in that moment. Well, and, yeah. and, and to your point there, if, if that's how you determine success, what you'll end up doing is you'll either be sad always because you don't get through the list mm-hmm. or you'll start creating a new list that's easy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you know you can check it off. That way when you hit the check button, it's like, I'm accomplished. But you know deep down. I brushed down, my teeth. Right. I, I did it. <laughs> um and, and, and you're like, okay, and you're giving yourself this false sense of security when you know that, that you, you know, you're not really there necessarily. So the idea is, yeah, it's to set goals, mm-hmm. but then be patient in the achievement of them and be open to how they might come about 
and of course be open to changing those goals. Yeah. And then if you take it into even results for like auditioning and stuff like that, same idea. You've mentioned this many times, like your agent calls you and says, um, you got the audition and you're like, which one? Like, because, because you actually released it Mm -hmm. because when you were there, you were fully present. And then when you left, you released the result, you released getting the job or not getting the job. And you saw it as just auditioning. You saw it as going to be, that was your acting, Yeah, you know, uh, and that can be super challenging, but there's so much power in releasing it. And I, I mean, I've seen that people do way better because they're not walking in with this expectation of something. Yeah. Like. I would tell people who are younger and like looking at myself, (laughs) don't look at the number that you're making, right? Because that can get in your head. Right. Like for certain people, some people won't matter, but for certain people, you look at that and you're like, oh, I could pay my rent for whatever. And now all of a sudden you're not doing what you need to do to be present in the role because you're in the back of your mind thinking about getting it and and paying that rent or whatever. You're focused on the result. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Hey Joey, before we move on from this segment, um, you want to you want to do some shout outs, throw some love out there to some of the people on the on the comments section. Oh, <laughs> tell that's me, funny. tell me what people, tell me what people. He was be ready. Out. He was like, "Let's go." Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, Astrid's on there. She said, "Good morning." The hat is it. <laughs> <laughs> Good morning, then- Astrid. You know what's funny? I was uh, we were I was teaching Day in the Life last night to the troop. And I mm. used uh, I used Astrid as an example, and she was like, "I get up at I get up at five, and I get out of bed at five fifteen, then I do a double shot of espresso, and then I sit down on the couch and I watch a show." And and I and I, at first I was making fun of her because I was like <laughs> I was like, "Oh, you watch TV in the morning, you get up to watch TV," and she's like, "Yeah, you know, it's it's this morning show." Like this guy. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> and I'm like, oh. that's hilarious. Oh, you're talking about our show? Oh yeah, yeah. you can watch that. <laughs> But truthfully, it's like, it, really, what are you filling yourself up with? So if this is your daily devotional, you know, if this is your way of getting psyched up, great. Yeah. But again, hold yourself accountable. If this show doesn't lift you up, don't watch it. Yeah. You know, yeah. please. <laughs> you know? Like, we don't need your negative comments. Right. But if this show lifts you up, I mean, heck yeah. If, if it gets you jump started in the morning, jump on. What else we got, Joey? Uh, we, Go got, we got Howdy, I'm in zombie mode from Nick. Because we were here very late last night. Yeah. Fair. Cool. Fair. Um, like it. Yeah. And then uh, Dakota George. Oh, and then yeah, uh, he fell follow asleep up. Standing follow in. up. He said, I fell asleep standing up in the shower this morning. <laughs> <laughs> so if that doesn't, you know, paint the picture there. And then Dakota says, morning, y'all. Morning, morning y'all. Morning, 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 morning y'all. y'all. Dakota banana. We'll see you back in the next segment, Dakota. All right, so we're gonna be uh, we're gonna be heading into our next segment, which is patience is hard. That's what I almost skipped to yeah. here because I was covering up my paper. But patience is hard. We're gonna get there, um, and just understand that um, that it is hard. And so we're gonna dive into the details of that. We're gonna explain a little bit from an acting perspective as well, specifically improv, because we just dealt with that last night. And I think uh, I think this is a, a something that a lot of people struggle with, especially smart people, mm. and especially funny people. And improv. Mm. So we're gonna we're gonna deal with the old patience is hard thing coming up right after this. Alrighty, we're back, and I've been waiting an entire segment to say this. Ah! Okay. Patience is hard. Woo! <laughs> it's so hard. You know why I wanted to get here so badly? It's probably why I wanted to skip because the, the quotes from Bruce Lee. 
Ah, yeah. You know, and I'm just like, ooh. See, I knew why. Talk about little Bruce. I knew why I was okay with you skipping the segment. That's because we're going to talk about football. Yeah, yeah. So, so here's the Bruce Lee quote here. He says, "Patience is not passive. On the contrary, it is concentrated strength." And and what an interesting way to flip it because. Because a lot of people might think of being patient as being weak mm-hmm. or being patient as being like, oh, you're just not going for it. You're just not going after it. You know, you're 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 not aggressive. Yeah. And and what Bruce Lee is saying is he's like, no, 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 no. To be patient is not to be passive. That's not to be weak. That's not that's not what it is. Instead, this is you concentrating. It's this concentrated strength. Mm-hmm. And and Bruce Lee was one of the best of the best of the best, right? Mm-hmm. And and he's known for not necessarily attacking. Yeah. But listening and then using the other person's momentum and strength against them, that was really like his biggest thing. Mm-hmm. So by having patience and not necessarily hitting first, he might have enough patience to literally wait, even take a hit in order to expose his enemy's weakness and then hit them at the exact right spot. Yeah. Mm. He would have the patience to let somebody else swing first, grab their hand at the right time, pull them forward, and literally use their momentum to then flip them onto the ground. Yeah. You know? And, yeah. and he studied this stuff, and um, and then he taught it. And, and so his whole philosophy came from really, interestingly, nonviolence, patience, mm-hmm. and, and allowing the improv of fighting to happen right in front of you. Yeah. Yeah. This is facts, yo. This is facts. So we're going to dive into a little sports analogy here for Joey. Yeah! It's time now for Sports Joey Sweeney Joey. Sports! You, I mean, you do have the sound effect that I use for the one, you, you know. Which one's that? The sports show one. I think it's on the first panel. Well, you know what we'll do? We'll, Doesn't we'll matter. work out a whole segment yeah. then because we got to do yeah, this. Yeah, that's a great idea. But uh, what I wrote down here was this idea of as an athlete – when they say the game slowed down for me, you ever mm. heard somebody say that? Yes, the yeah. game slowed down for me, and it, what it means is like this light bulb uh, thing went off in your in your mind, and it's like, oh, all of a sudden I'm seeing things I didn't see before, mm-hmm. and so when everybody's going so fast, it feels fast and anxious to everyone, and it used to feel fast and anxious t- to me. And now all of a sudden, it's almost like people are going in slow motion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing. So, so number one, as a viewer, you don't understand how fast those people are going. Right. On the field. Like, you just don't. It doesn't, it doesn't pay the respect when you're watching it on TV. But, like, there's, there's the speed guns that the cop use. And, like, on the 80-yard touchdowns by a running back or a receiver or a mm-hmm. punt returner, they're going 22 to 25 miles an hour. Are you serious? He's serious. That's yeah. nuts. Yeah, like like it's it's speed gunned radar. Like like even Matt Siebert, right? Working to get into Siebert! the NFL. But you look at him and on the treadmill, <laughs> what he can do and what he's been working towards, but he can run 22 miles an hour on a treadmill. What about what about Raymond Epps? Uh, I don't know about Ray, to be honest. Ray with you. Epps. <laughs> yeah. How fast can you run, Raymond Epps? Let us know. 
Probably, I know. I know that. Do you think uh, faster or slower than than uh, Seabert? I think he's slower than Seabert. Do you however, really you think he's slower? However, he definitely has. You're gonna a, say that. You're gonna say that to Raymond's face. You yeah, think, like I would I, say that I to him. I think you're slower. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> okay. But but there, it, like, it goes Scary. back to uh, you know we. I talked to this about them when they were filming, mm-hmm. but I was like. It's interesting because you all play the same position. You're all tight ends. Y'all, but that's y'all, the, y'all, and Joe's y'all, like, and y- y- y'all just tight ends. Oh, and, y'all. And, and I'm like, y'all, y'all, get over here. Let me talk to y'all. Oh, me and Dakota <laughs> hanging out all the time. Um, right. Sorry I interrupted you, but you're being hilarious. Go. No, it's cool. Um, but but each one of them has a different plate style, right? So what Ray does really well is he comes off the line mm-hmm. and falls out. So he'll he'll flake out one way or the other on either a short, medium, long route, but one that's like not predicted. And he can deal with like very quick, fast, hard throws and contact because he's he's bulkier. And the one thing that I, I can say like Ray has on Matt because I filmed it is he's <laughs> definitely got a much higher vertical. Okay. You know? Yeah. And so there's there's these strengths, and it depends on your play style, the way you trained, like where you went to college, how they used you, all those things go into it. Hmm. Um, just because you play the position that somebody else plays does not mean that you have the same skill set, and it's not required to have the same skill set. You you feel me? I feel you, of course. Yeah. Yeah. So, so and then with this idea, too, and, and we see this. We see this all the time, and as fans, if you understand the game, you'll get frustrated by a player. And I and I feel like you know <laughs> the, the running back a lot of times gets a lot of the slack, but but you'll see the ones that are great. Mm-hmm. They they find a way to to hit the hole. They call it the hole. If if the offensive line kind of opens up a little bit, there's a hole, and then there's and then they burst and they punch through it. Mm-hmm. And the issue is some running backs will just grab it and run. Yeah. Okay. Most. Other running backs, honestly. you grab it and you look and you, you either jolt right away or you hold back, you wait a second, and then as soon as you see like the hole is opening or about to open, then you punch through the hole. And it's the, having that patience mm-hmm. to wait for the right time to explode can be the difference between one yard, negative yards, or 20 yards. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's that's what Le'Veon Bell did so well. That's why he was so successful in Pittsburgh. Right. And nobody had seen it quite like he did it. And then and, and then, they didn't get it because, you know, like you said, you know, the 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 idea was you grab the ball and you run. Right. Like right away. And he didn't. And he then, would take the handoff and just like kind of stand there for a second with his feet moving. Right. And then he would and then he would burst. And he was one of the most explosive running backs in the league for three, four years in a row. And then, and then, wouldn't you agree that David Johnson, then in in his first, like in his breakout year, but before he kind of tailed down, mm-hmm. in his breakout year, he sort of modeled that. Yeah. Right. That that jump cut. And I would mm-hmm. say actually for David Johnson, because he dealt with a lot of injuries, mm-hmm. he still has that. He's yes. still that type of player. Like we saw it on the Texans this year. He he still has that where he's patient, but but he, so he he became the what they call the jump cut guy, right? And and sort of like <laughs> like he 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 modeled that that Le'Veon Bell thing, but he had this ability to burst forward, stop, adjust himself, and then burst again, and it was like this poof poof poof, 
right? And yeah. that's like it's like having patience in the middle of a move is what that is. Mm. And then he did. He got he got injured, which I think made him slow, and made and and, and it um and it knocked on his confidence for a minute. That that's what I believe yeah. happened to David Johnson for a couple of years. And so mm-hmm. knowing that like he needed to get that speed back, but then have the confidence to use the speed and use the cut hard at the right time. Yeah. You know, and and that's what was like frustrating as a fan, but also you you knew him and you you cared about him. You thought he was a nice guy, so nobody wanted to rip on him or anything. But but you could tell that he wasn't delivering at the level that we expected him to to deliver at. Well, and that's right. the, that's the interesting thing. So players like that, it's crazy because you were like some like they get a lot of the flack, and there's always going to be haters, just like there is on social media, like for anybody, right. for anybody, and especially in the sports world. But in general, like <laughs> he played really bad for like his last two seasons here. Maybe three, like you could throw that third one in there. Mm-hmm. And he didn't catch crazy flack because of who he was, because of what he did before, because of what he did for the community. He had a very strong relationship with God, was outspoken about that. And that was one of the harder players to lose because we knew we had to lose him as a player, but we didn't want to lose him as a man and like as a right. part of our mm. organization. Yeah. Because, you know, players make an impact like that. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, it is. And 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 that and that's that goes back to even how do you how you handle the the slack or the negative attention because it's going to come your way yeah mm. you know and it, and it came his way too just yeah. just not as heavy as for other people but but it did come his way so his reaction to it it, it ended up you know kind of uh quelling it down a little bit so um anyway let, let's finish off this concept of of patience is hard before we move forward here and i wanted to jump jump into a couple of uh, mahatma gandhi uh quotes mahatma gandhi and um, he, he said this, to lose patience is to lose the battle. Mm. Mm. And, and I go back to the Bruce Lee, you know, idea of like, if you're fighting, which we're kind of always fighting. Yeah. All of us are fighting with something, some kind of an internal battle, some sort of an external battle is always happening. And so it, it, he says, as soon as you lose patience, you lose the battle. I thought mm-hmm. that was great. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. he, he had another quote that I didn't hit yet, which is, uh, patience means self-suffering. Mm. Patience means self-suffering. Yeah. You know, yeah. and that goes back to that. It, it's hard to love you. <laughs> yeah. Because patience is self-love. And, and it's hard to go, hey, you know, I love you anyway. It's hard to say I've got a grateful heart about this negative thing or what I perceive to be negative. So let me not make it negative and let me instead be grateful for that. That's hard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and, and you can perceive the fact that you're not there yet as as this thing that's like, you know, it, it, it does feel like suffering. I, I like that. He, patience is self-suffering. It's being willing to put yourself through the grind mm-hmm. for a long period of time in order to get the result a long time from now. Yeah. yeah. I had to do it last night um, with teaching the adults. <laughs> so we've talked about it a couple of times on this show where, you know, I didn't I, I didn't really want to teach. I just fell into it, and I fell in love with it, right, for the kids and teens. Um, and then last night you came and, and grabbed me, and you go, you go, hey, I was thinking this thing, like, what do you think about leading this? And I was like, why? 
Yeah, he didn't want to. Um, <laughs> exactly because of that thing. Because like I was intimidated. I was, uh, you know, I didn't. I didn't want to self suffer there. Because I'm like, I'm like, no, like, like you're definitely a way better teacher. Like, I don't want them to feel like, oh, Joey came in the room, you know? Going right back to those thoughts. Yeah. That's right. So, right so what I had to do. Well, no, so you, if you remember, you asked me, you asked me why, uh-huh. right? And, and here's the cool thing. I had an answer. Mm. Yeah. I said, because I believe it's what's best for the program. And let me tell you why. Because I, we have a show coming up. By the way, we're going to promote that in a second. We've got a show coming up. So um, for me to grab the eight people that are going to be in that show and dig into some of the concepts that we're not teaching in class right now would be best for those people set up the room. I've already set up the exercise. I've already talked about it. I'll come and give another example. I know you can lead this well. You do this very well. But I believe that this, you walking in there, is best for the program. Mm-hmm. We're not talking about who's a better teacher. That's irrelevant. Yeah. I, be- I believe me not being in there and you being in there is what's best for the program. Yeah. And yeah. And, and, and Joey, to his credit, couldn't say no to that. <laughs> yeah. You know? And, I've uh, you know, that's something I would have said no to before. I've learned to ask for the why. Yeah. And, again, like, it's compelling. It was really strong. And so I, I was like, yes. You know, there's no question there. I love I love our students. I love you, and I trust you. And so I'm like, you know, if that's best thing, well, why wouldn't I do that? I'd be selfish not to. Yeah. You know, because of because of how I feel, like self conscious wise. And then it was it was a really fun class. Um, but specifically going into teaching the adults, this idea of patience is so important. Mm-hmm. And and especially with the game we were playing yesterday, which is directed story, but but that's like one of the main concepts is relax, yeah, listen, be patient, like one word at a time. It, it's like let the game of improv slow down for you, yeah, just, just like in sports. And and that was what we were talking about in the in the lobby during the last this last commercial break was this idea of, um, I feel like the people who struggle with patience in improv are usually really smart or really witty or, you know, really funny people mm. and funny and witty people are not good at improv. Mm-hmm. They have to learn that because they're so used to going for joke and being like the, you know, being the star that it, it hurts you to be witty, to, to sort of like know where it's going to go and just like take it. That's number one. And number two, people who are very intelligent, they see where it's going to go. And so rather than trying to set up the other person and plant a seed and wait for the scene to harvest into something great, they just go like, here's a seed and I'll pull it out, <laughs> you know? And so they, they're they like filling the sounds because like, hey, this is going to be funny. They see how it's funny? Here's funny. See, get it? Funny. And it's like, okay, cool. Yes. And you got to laugh and it's this tiny little plant, but you could have planted it, yeah. watered it. Yeah. The audience sees what you're doing. Your, your scene partner sees what's happening. And then it grows into this thing, and then it becomes this massive big laugh, and you get to reap this huge harvest. I love that yeah. analogy, and I want to make sure that everybody heard what I did, which is you plant this seed, and then you pull it back out of the ground. Mm. So just think about that. <laughs> like, right. That, that's so counterintuitive. You're like, yeah, seed. And then you're like, cool, I'm nervous. Let me take it out of the soil. <laughs> right. And then what do you got? Like, you still just get the seed. Yeah. Except yeah. now 
you know, what's it going to do? So what do you do? You usually throw in another seed. Yeah. <laughs> right? Because uh-huh. like, oh, well, that one didn't work. Let's throw in another seed. Oh, pull it out. See, look, it's a seed. Don't you see this seed right here? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, 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 you're right. That was a good analogy. For real, because yeah, I just found that, bro. Uh, well, you know, we're you're using getting, it for classes forever. That. That's, that's gonna be a whole speech right there. <laughs> good, I like that. Yeah. All right, so we do have a show coming up. I I think it's time for uh, us to plug some things, Joey. Yep. What do you think? Now for Brian Sweeney's shameless plugs. Shameless plugs. <laughs> it's so cute, Brian. Yeah, I like it. I like it. That's Matt's face. Uh, that's not my face. Hey, shameless plug how good my face looks. Okay, bro. so that's Matt Deering who wrote this book, Acting Is My Day Job. Make sure to get it on Amazon and anywhere online. We have a show coming this weekend. We are so psyched. The three of us will be uh, closing out the show. We got a bunch of our students, Chaos Comedy members. Woo! Hosted by Lighthouse Theater. Yes, hosted mm-hmm. by Lighthouse Theater. Uh, you can go to lighthousetheater.org and um, support the things we're doing. Uh, we're all about putting out light-driven content like this show, like the show we're going to be doing on Saturday. Um, and you can get tickets to come watch the show um, and check it out. And, and, and so. you'll be able to watch the live feed and donate right from there. So so if uh, you need to social distance right now, we totally understand that. But you can tune in live, and uh, that's free. But you can also donate from there, too, which mm-hmm. is which is very appreciated because we are uh, we are trying to k- click and clack and keep putting up some awesome, awesome comedy. I talked about this last night, the idea of Pixar comedy. Mm-hmm. Something, ca- something came up, and it was a... Um, the game of the thing was inappropriate, mm-hmm. but the game, it was just like, it, you couldn't, <laughs> you couldn't ignore it. And, and what's funny is the one actor who set it up knew the mm. other actor didn't. So, so they couldn't play the game, but she set it up anyway, <laughs> right? And then she just could she just dying laughing. The audience is dying laughing because she knows she set up something inappropriate, but nothing inappropriate was said. It's just how you take the thing out of context that makes it funny. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I discussed how you could keep doing that. And and if the other person picked up on it from a naive place, could keep accidentally saying things that could be interpreted a certain way. Yeah. And what's great about it is adults will be rolling on the ground and they'll thank you because their kids have no idea what mm-hmm. you're talking about. And the kids are enjoying themselves. The adults are enjoying themselves. You're able to talk about anything you want without having a child come afterward and be like, mom, what's this word mean? You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. That's, you, you don't, you don't need to do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can I, be smarter. I, I can't speak on like the now Disney movies, but like when I was a kid growing up and then watching those things that I've watched growing up now, uh, there's a reason that parents take their kids to Disney movies. And that is because uh, Disney movies have hidden jokes for the adults as well, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, so that they enjoy it. And it's the whole idea of that Pixar comedy, right? Yeah. And and that's what's so funny is you can you can hide these things, like you said, and and half the people aren't even gonna realize what you're saying, and then there it'll click maybe even their first second third time through, and then they go oh my gosh I can't believe I didn't see that before <laughs> totally. that's hilarious. 
All right, that is uh, that is the end of our Patience is Hard segment here. We're going to come back, and we're going to give you that takeaway at the end of this, uh, this show, which is going to be uh, success connected to patience. Patience is one of the big keys to success. So we're going to talk about that, give you a quick takeaway right after this message. All righty, patience is one of the big keys <laughs> to success. Am I love I right, it guys? so Woo! much when you start a segment by like sitting into frame. <laughs> and you know what? You did it so patiently. Thank you. Yeah. You were so patient with sitting. Joey was patient with me because I was doing the story on the IG and he was like, five, four, three. But he, he didn't get mad at me. It's nice when you don't get mad Three, at me. finish your story, yeah. two. <laughs> I can't say that I, uh, I can't say that I don't get mad. Like, no, sometimes you get something. mad at me. Yeah, There's, no what I'm saying, you know? <laughs> There's no doubt. There's no doubt. Like and sometimes I'm like, Matt, what are you doing, dog? And, and ain't no mad like a Joey mad. Let me no, tell nothing you. like it. Now, as his roommate and brother, I'll tell you. I'll oh, tell no, you. I'll tell you what. It's a scary sight. I try to keep it inside. He hulks out. You wouldn't yeah. believe it. <laughs> no, I do. All right. It's because so. I don't. I don't feel. <laughs> <laughs> so then when when it comes out i feel like a sith lord yeah we're working on that yeah we're working on that yeah so yeah. Uh, i wrote this yeah. down I, I like this this uh this idea here anxiety leads to fear and doubt neither of which come from god mm. boom boom Anxiety a, leads to fear and doubt, neither of which come from God. And so to be successful, we got to tap into the the patience that God has for us. God's got such a bigger, better plan. And that's where your real success is going to come from. Mm-hmm. I did something t- this morning. I was listening to Spirit. As you guys know, pr- prepared the show, was feeling awesome, checked in with you guys. You were already awake. You know, life was good. And I, I lined some things up. And I just was like... I got 40 minutes right now. I just feel like going home. I feel like my my baby's going to be awake, which he was. I can sit down on a couch, watch a little Thomas the Train Engine. Mm. And it was glorious. It was me having patience with me and letting go of this completely and trusting that I could go do that. And so Mm -hmm. I get get home, I walk in, and there he is. He's awake. My wife's holding him. And he does this thing because he's such a mama's boy. Like, yeah. Yep. I'll say this about you, Finn. When you're older, you were such a mama's boy. You probably still are, no matter how old you are, your mama's boy. <laughs> so I walk in, and he does this thing in the morning because he just wants to be near Leanne, which I understand. <laughs> but uh, I walk in, and he goes, Rrr. and he kind of curls up to her away from me, right? And then I was like, Finny, and he's like, and I was like, Daddy's home. You want to watch Thomas? And he's like, Thomas, Thomas. <laughs> and then he jumped in my arms. And Thomas, I was like, again, I'm super excited. I was like, yeah, Daddy knows what to do. Hey. So it was great. I got to snuggle, got to do some some morning time. And, and to me, it's remembering that, though, right? Because mm. that's the success. Mm-hmm. And... And if I'm not careful, and you guys know I do this to myself, yeah. But if I'm not careful, I'll try to, I'll have this show done for this morning, and then I'll try to plan tomorrow's show, yeah. And I'll try to get it all perfect. Uh-huh. And and the problem is like, yes, you should get ahead. Yes, you should be moving forward. But that's not success. Mm-hmm. Success is the morning that I had. It's the morning I got to I got to go home, and I like I kind of earned that moment. But then I took it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's that's being patient with you, I believe. Yeah. It goes back to, you know, there will be certain days where that is the right move to yeah. plan the show for tomorrow. There will be certain times where that's the most intelligent, best thing you can do in the moment. Right. 
but it goes back to living in the moment, living in the present, understanding where you're at, where things are at, um, allowing yourself to let go when you've earned it. Yeah. Because if we don't enjoy the life that we have around us outside of what we do as a job, which, I mean, again, I've said it a billion times, but it's kind of not fair that we get to call this a job. <laughs> but no, no doubt. But, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like those personal relationships, you also have to make time for that. So when you come in and you bust booty, you know, <laughs> if that's something you want to do, you go do it. Wait, that's like, that's a whole new that's a whole new segment. Yeah, the bust yeah. the booty. Joey Sweeney, bust, bust the booty, bust the booty, bust the booty. Yeah, <laughs> I'm down with that. <laughs> It'll be like a little video of Joey just wagging his booty. I like that. Busting the booty. I feel like it should it should be Brian in the video though. <laughs> no, it's gotta be you, bro. I do not have it's a gotta booty. be you wagging that tail, wagging your tail. <laughs> yeah. All right, so um. So I, I wanted to, I want to say this too. I, I've got a couple quotes here, and 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 this this whoever said this I don't I've never heard of them before, but their name is is like almost impossible. It to pronounce. seems so hard. Um, yeah. So I'll try, and Brian, you can correct me if I'm if I'm wrong. I think it's uh, Daisaku Aikida. That's the best way you could possibly pronounce Daisaku. D a i s a k u. Yeah, why don't you put that in the comments? Maybe someone knows if I got it right or not. Daisaku Aikida is what I think. But this person said, with love and patience, nothing is impossible. Mm -hmm. Facts. Facts. Through love and patience, nothing, nothing is impossible. So true. So, so I was thinking about this and, and, and applying this to what we do, to what, what pretty much anybody does, but, but especially to stuff you really want to do, right? How many times have you heard somebody super smart, especially, and be like, you know, they, they ask you like, so, so when, when's, this, when's, uh, you know, when's he going to be successful? You know, when, 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 whatever. Right. And, and they don't seem to have patience for you and your process, let's say as an actor mm -hmm. and, and let's say you're an actor and then you're, you know, uh, uh, and your parent is a doctor. You know anyone like that? Me? Yeah, you. Okay, good. And and so you you just feel this, like this outside pressure from somebody from, from family or whatever, clearly thinking to themselves like when are you going to make it when mm -hmm. is it going to and and I wanted to and and you want to be like remember when you were in med school remember that <laughs> and it took you 12 years of hard work and patience to get through it mm -hmm. and if you would have quit at year 7 you get nothing <laughs> yeah so here I am in it and I got to have patience you need to have patience with me please like okay. we got to have Patience. What's up? Facts. What you got, Joe? Did, did you have something? That's the Google Translate there. That oh. just sounded like a big old Like that was not. Yeah. Well, it's 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 actually Japanese origin, and um, the the Saiku Aikida. The, like, the, I think the, I got like, it right. I yeah, think you did the, too. That's what I, I was so. saying. But I thought I would Google Translate it, and the the meaning behind that person's name is it's great. <laughs> yeah, that's interesting. Nice to know. Yeah. Um, I wrote here too. Pa patience is about never giving up. You can never say you've actually lost until you give up. Mm. That's true. Mm -hmm. That's true. Yeah. You, you can you can be you know beat down. You could be like, oh, you know, I, I I'm running into an obstacle, but you can't lose to give up until right. you say I quit. You actually haven't lost. 
Yeah, and uh-huh. let's let's clarify. I've done this for uh, a speech once. I talked about quitting versus the idea of um, failure. Right. Failure. So the quote was that quitting is um, the enemy of success, but failure is necessary on the road to greatness. Boom! That's a great quote, mm-hmm. Joe Brian. You need it. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. I'm surprised that like that you got that word for word. It sounded so powerful. That's a Brian Sweeney like, quote. That's thanks. why. Did, I, did you just come up with it? No, I came he, up with it for a, for a speech that I did at Wickenburg a while back. Okay. Yeah. Say it again. Sick. Say it again real quick. It's uh, that uh, failure is, uh, sorry, oh now I got backwards. <laughs> Quitting <laughs> is the enemy of success. Quitting is the enemy of success. But failure is necessary on the road to greatness. Love that, dude. That's okay, a now Sweeney one quote. more time. Beautiful. And just like Matt echoed you, I'm going to be your echo. Okay. Okay. Quitting. Quitting. <laughs> I, can't, I can't do it. Quitting, okay, that's quitting, fair. Quitting, quitting, All right, and I, and I, I wrote this down too because I, I like talking about uh, doors open, doors shut. Mm-hmm. So I, I thought of this concept today too, and, and I thought of you, Brian. W- when a door closes shut, fine, but rather than walking back to where you came from, go find another door. Yeah. That's a Matthew Deering quote right there. Big time. Mm. Go find another door. So so I remember, you know, there was a time when you were going through all this like transition and thought and you went to the hospital the first time, you come out and you're like, I, I gotta serve, I wanna be in service, which I think is awesome. And and you thought like church was the way and I was supportive of that. I'm like, go, like 100%. that's what you're supposed to do, yeah. go do it. And you went to school for it and you went this and that for it. And the doors started shutting. Yeah. Okay. Now, I, I do believe that God slams doors in our face, okay, to say don't. Like, this is not what I mean. Don't do this. I, I, and, I, and you're like, but it's good. And he's like, sorry, no. Mm-hmm. But he still put that, he still put that in your heart, right? Yeah. So it was like, it wasn't don't serve and it wasn't don't impact teenagers and it wasn't don't go speak at a massive scale. It was like, hey, this is not the road I have for you to go there. Yeah, yeah. So open another door. So like, okay, so, so there's a difference between door slamming and me going, eh, I give up and go backwards. Mm-hmm. Or going door slam, let me go find another door. Let me go find another alternative route to get mm-hmm. to where I got to get to. But apparently this route is not for me. Yeah. yeah. Well, it was cool that that one is, yeah, it was when I came out in 2015 after the coma. And I just felt like, you know, that, that call to serve or whatever. Um, and 2015, you're, you're so old. I know. It's crazy. It was like so five years ago. It's wild that it was that long ago. I'm 30. Actually 30, six, guys. Six years ago now. Six years ago now. Wow. Yeah. Cool. Thanks, Joey. We're out of 2020. Yeah, we are. You're right. You're right. <laughs> I'm still getting used to that. Um, so, so, yeah, but actually what's cool is you gave me that advice even before this was presented as an option back. Mm-hmm. So it was like I was going through all this stuff first, mm-hmm. and that was the advice. And then a door opened up here. Like right. through you praying and through me praying and like, and then we kept praying over it and, and it was very clear that that was the right path to come back this way. And I asked God, I said like, show me. And that was your advice to me. Like if yeah. it's, if it's a slam, slam it. Right. Mm-hmm. And he did, he yeah. slammed it yeah. in, in ways that I'm like, okay, cool. This is not the path that you want. And so much has come from that. It's crazy. Um, yeah. but you gotta be willing to like <laughs> not force the door. It's like, well, it's like, you know, I want to warm up my hands. Okay. And so I want to warm up my hands. So I put my hand on the hot stove (laughs) and it burns my hand. So I shouldn't do that again, but it doesn't mean I don't need, I don't need to find a way to warm my hands up. I just got to figure out another way to do it. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I was just going to say, uh, cause this, this kind of clicked for me a second ago, but, um, 
but you know, you were moving towards church ministry, right? And mm-hmm. then that got shut on you. And then you question like where you're at now, why, and you're reflecting. And for me, like it's very clear that the the difference is, you know, when you go into that field, you are um, dedicated to one specific body of people that you serve, right? And the way that God set you up here is you affect everybody. So you affect anybody who tunes in and sees this show. You affect everybody who walks in for a class. And, and you'd agree, Joey, I'm sure, that it's there's not a better or a worse. Yeah. Because some people are called to mm-hmm. serve that body specifically. 100%. It's just there's something God had in store for Brian that involved this place and taking that and bringing it into here. Yeah, exactly. Definitely. You know, let's be honest. If Brian didn't come back to the studio, we don't open the show with daily devotionals probably. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, like there's an impact that you've had and I fought you and you fought me and we've, we've listened to one another and we've both learned and grown from that, from being open and, and, and moving forward. I thought that was a great point, Joey. patient. Yes. With each other. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> and with ourselves. Okay, so uh, I want to end here. I want to end with this idea uh, that life's greatest gifts come from patience. So this is why you should really pay attention to how patient you are with yourself, how patient you are with the process. And if we think about it, life's greatest gifts, that, that would be like the diploma at the end. Mm-hmm. That's like the baby. It takes nine months to make a baby. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like it's 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 a, it's a patient process, and then it's it's like the greatest gift. Um, you think about a business. You know, most businesses fail. They fail in the first two years. Nine, like ninety something percent of businesses fail in the in the first five years. And and you have to have that patience to say, you know what? We just got to not quit. Mm-hmm. We get, we, maybe we're not doing it right, but 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 quitting, we can't do that. We just got to find another way, right? Um, you know, you think, you think about it, you know, is saving up for a car versus just getting a car, mm-hmm. having something handed to you versus earning that thing, the, the greater gift comes there. And so with that idea, I found this quote from Aristotle that is just like, whoa, love this quote. Okay. Patience is, patience is bitter. Patience is bitter, but the fruit is sweet. Patience is bitter, but the fruit is sweet. In other words, patience is hard. Mm hmm. But the fruit you get is so good from waiting. So, so, so even just think about fruit, okay? Imagine that we didn't have the grocery store, okay? And you don't, can't just get whatever you want whenever you want all year round because they put all these hormones and different things into it. <laughs> let's, let's, let's pretend that didn't happen. And you're going, okay, you see fruit, and there's fruit on the branch. And like, I like that fruit more than I like this fruit or this vegetable, let's just say. Mm-hmm. So I just grabbed the fruit and I eat it. But it, it, it wasn't ripe yet. You didn't let it even get to where it's going to be sweet and delicious. You just you just had to have it now. Yeah. So you didn't really get to even enjoy it to its fullest extent because you couldn't wait. So now what? Now you got you to gotta wait for the next one to come. And by the time that one starts to grow, you lose patience again and you grab it off of there. And you never get to feel the sweetness, the actual like pure joy of life because you couldn't just wait. Mm-hmm. You couldn't wait till it's the right time to pick the fruit off. Dang. Facts. Good job, Aristotle. Boom. Dude's pretty smart, turns out. He seems real smart. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we do have a show this this Saturday, as Brian said, uh, a Chaos Comedy Improv show. We'd love to see everybody there. 
Um, thank you so much for tuning in. God bless. Thanks for listening to Mornings with Matt. Please like, subscribe, and follow us at Deering Acting Studio to keep up with the latest content. For more information on classes, private lessons, or professional development coaching, visit www.deeringstudio.com. Have a Deering day, everyone. Have a chippy day, everyone. Rough.